Hello, um, it's RBT reading, and it's not live, I'm afraid. Um, I'm off uh, for Thursday, which is today and tomorrow. Um, but Sam will do the live reading tomorrow morning. Um, I was a bit late to the party. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Uh, so we're on Job chapter 11 to chapter 14. Um, I'll read them now. Then Zophar the Naamathite replied, Are all these words to go unanswered? Is this talker to be vindicated? Will your idle talk reduce men to silence? Will no one rebuke you when you mock? You say to God, My beliefs are flawless and I am pure in your sight. Oh, how I wish that God would speak, that he would open his lips against you and disclose to you the secrets of wisdom. For true wisdom has two sides. Know this, God has even forgotten some of your sin. You can, fathom the can you fathom the mysteries of God? Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? They are higher than the heavens. What can you do? They are deeper than the depths of the grave. What can you know? Their measure is longer than the earth and wider than the sea. If he comes along and confines you in prison and convenes a court, who can oppose him? <clears throat> Surely he recognizes deceitful men, and when he sees evil, does he not take note? But a witless man can no more become wise than a wild donkey's colt can be born a man. Yet if you devote your heart to him and stretch out your hands to him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then you... Then you will lift up your face without shame. You will stand firm and without fear. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as water has gone by. Life will be brighter than noonday and darkness will become like morning. You will be secure because there is hope. <clears throat> you will look about and take your rest in safety. You will lie down with no one to make you afraid and many will court your favour. But the eyes of the wicked will fail and escape will elude them. Their hope will become a dying gasp. Then Job replied, Doubtless you are the people, and wisdom will die with you. But I have a mind as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Who does not know all these things? I have become a laughingstock to my friends, though I called upon God, and he answered. A mere laughingstock, though righteous and blameless. Men at ease have contempt for misfortune, as the fate of those whose feet are slipping. The tents of marauders are undisturbed, and those who provoke God are secure those who carry their God in their hands. But ask the animals, and they will teach you, or the birds of the air, and they will tell you, or speak to the earth, and it will teach you, or let the fish of the sea inform you. Which of these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. <clears throat> does not the ear test words as the tongue tastes food? Is not wisdom found among the aged? Does not long life bring understanding? To God belong wisdom and power, counsel and understanding are his. What he tears down cannot be rebuilt. The man he imprisons cannot be released. If he holds back the waters, there is drought. If he lets them loose, they devastate the land. To him belong strength and victory, both deceived and deceiver are his. He leads counselors away, stripped and makes fools of judges. He takes off the shackles put on by kings and ties a loincloth around their waist. He leads priests away stripped and overthrows men long established. He silences the lip of trusted advisers and takes away the discernment of elders. He pours contempt on nobles and disarms the mighty. He reveals the deep things of darkness and brings deep shadows into the light. He makes nations great and destroys them. He enlarges nations and disperses them. 
He deprives the leaders of the earth of their reason. He sends them wandering through a trackless waste. They grope in darkness with no light. He makes them stagger like drunkards. My eyes have seen all this, my ears have heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I'm not inferior to you, but I desire to speak to the Almighty and to argue my case with God. You, however, smear me with lies. You are worthless physicians, all of you. If only you would be altogether silent. For you, that would be wisdom. Hear now my argument. Listen to the plea of my lips. Will you speak wickedly on God's behalf? Will you speak deceitfully for him? Will you show impartiality? Will you argue the case for God? Would it turn out well if he examined you? Could you deceive him as you might deceive men? He would surely rebuke you if you secretly showed partiality. Would not his splendour terrify you? Would not the dread of him fall on you? Your maxim are proverbs of ashes. Your defences are defences of clay. Keep silent and let me speak. Then let come to me what may. Why do I put myself in jeopardy and take my life in my hands? Though he slay me, yet I will hope in him. I will surely defend my ways to his face. Indeed, this might turn out for my deliverance, for no godless man would dare come before him. Listen carefully to my words. Let your ears take in what I say. Now that I have prepared my case, I know I will be vindicated. Can anyone bring charges against me? If so, I will be silent and die. Only grant me these two things, O God, and then I will not hide from you. Withdraw your hand far from me, and stop, te- and stop frightening me with your terrors. Then summon me, and I will answer, or let me speak, and you reply. How many wrongs and sins have I committed? Show me my offence and my sin. Why do you hide your face and consider me your enemy? Will you torment a wind-blown leaf? Will you chase after a dry chaff? For you write down bitter things against me and make me inherit the sins of my youth. You fasten my feet in shackles. You keep close watch on all of my paths by putting marks on the soles of my feet. So man wastes away like something rotten, like a garment eaten by moths. Man born of women, of woman, is of few days and full of trouble. He springs up like a flower and withers away, like a fleeting shadow he does not endure. Do you fix your eye on such a one? Will you bring him before you for judgment? Who can bring what is pure from the impure? No one. Man's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. So look away from him and let him alone till he has put in his time like a hired man. At least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again and its new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in the ground and its stump die in the soil. Yet... At the scent of water it will bud and put forth shoots like a plant. But man dies and is laid low. He breathes his last and is no more. As water disappears from the sea and a river bed becomes parched and dry, so man lies down and does not rise. Till the heavens are no more, men will not not awake or be roused from their sleep. If only you would hide me in the grave and conceal me till your anger has passed. If only you would set me a time and then remember me. If a man dies, will he live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait for my renewal to come. And you will call and I will answer you. You will long for the creature your hands have made. Surely then you will count my steps, but not keep track of my sin. My offences will be sealed up in a bag. You will cover over my sin. But as mountain erodes and crumbles, and as rock is moved from its place, as water wears away stones and torrents wash away the soil, so you destroy man's hope. You overpower him once for all, and he is gone. 
You change his countenance and send him away. If his sons are honoured, he does not know it. If they are brought low, he does not see it. He feels but the pain of his own body and mourns only for himself. Yeah. Ah. <clears throat> oh. Feel feel for him like, isn't it? Big time. His, his friends are harsh, man, isn't it? Um, and he has a proper go at them in this reading today. Um, just for their just for their quick judgmental words. Um, he says they're useless physicians, all of them. Um, and then you get the honest speaking then of Job, isn't it, to the Lord? I'll, yeah, he wants to talk to him face to face. He wants to, to talk it out, um, tell him how what he's thinking, um, but knows that <clears throat> at the end of it all, it is the Lord who has the power to do anything. What he says goes. So it's to him he wants to appeal, isn't it? Um, he has the final say. Who has the final say? Jehovah. Jehovah. Yeah. So it's it's God. If if he's gonna know any any answers, he's gonna go to God. If he know if he's gonna know any comfort, he's gotta go to God. If he if he know, wants to know that his sins are not uh, have not brought this on, then he needs to go to him. Um and to him he wants to appeal in it. Um I've got no more really to say than that. Um except that you know bitter crying out to the Lord. You can tell him exactly what you're feeling, what you're thinking. There are some parts there, isn't there, where you think, whoopsie. Um, but he's in massive grief and massive pain and um, and really frustrated, I think, isn't it, with all the friends around him. You really can say how you feel uh, to the living God. You really can. Have a great day today. God bless you. And if you need to cry out, don't hesitate uh, to do that. Um, I'll see you uh, soon. Take care. Bye-bye.